Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome to the Unblocked Podcast. I am your host, Jessica Smarrow. And whether it is your first time or 30th time tuning in, I'm so glad you're here. Today, I want to talk about pain. How fun is that? Some of you might be thinking this is a terrible idea. But here's the thing. Pain is an incredibly informative, useful, and powerful tool for transformation. Pain can be an incredible teacher if approached properly. There's a quote by John McDonald, and he says something along the lines of, every problem introduces a person to themselves. So approaching negative or painful experiences effectively can really be the greatest growth time for you. And here's the truth about painful or disappointing or quote unquote bad experiences. One, we all have them. Two, most of us probably don't like them. And three, they really do provide an opportunity to learn, grow, and heal. And we may experience pain in a variety of ways. Maybe you experience pain from inexperience, right? I've never done something before. It's scary. It's new. It's unknown. I don't like that. Uh, Or maybe it's incompetence, right? I have no idea what I'm doing and this feels terrible. Or maybe it's disappointment, right? Painful experiences where something happens that you didn't want to have happened. Or maybe pain comes to you in the form of conflict. And this can be within yourself or with other people. Maybe change is a painful experience for you, right? Something happened that you didn't want to have happen or things are changing. And as you all have heard, you know that the one constant in life is change, but that may not feel comfortable for many of you. Uh, Maybe bad health is the source of a painful experience. Difficult decisions, right? Maybe you want to make everyone happy. And when you have to make a decision, you know, not everyone's going to be happy. Or maybe it means you're not going to love all. Maybe it's you're making a decision between bad and worse, Right? Or maybe it's financial loss that's the source of pain or a relationship loss. Maybe not being number one or not being chosen. If you think I deserved to be there or I deserved to be the one that was selected, maybe you start to think there's something wrong with you because you weren't selected. Or maybe the a feeling of responsibility is a painful source for you. Right, Feeling like so much is expected of you that that feels painful. So I want to share some statements and I want you guys to listen and think about which of these statements best describes your response to pain. So just listen and and kind of tune in, tune into yourself right now. I do anything and everything possible to avoid pain at all costs. Does that sound like you? Or maybe I know pain is inevitable, but I try to ignore it or just block it out. Or, I know everyone endures pain, so I just endure it when it comes. Or maybe, I don't like pain, but I try to remain positive despite it. I process the emotion of painful experiences quickly and try to find a lesson in them. I process pain, find the lesson, and make changes proactively as a result. Now, none of these are necessarily right or wrong, but it will give you some insight into where you are and provide an opportunity to reflect on how these approaches might be serving you or not. Like if you, if we think back to some of those statements, if you're doing anything to avoid pain, this likely leads to a very restricted life or a very small life, 
right? If we're afraid to feel pain, we likely miss out on a lot of experiences. We're likely not taking risks. We're likely not going for it. We're likely not going for the job that we want, the promotion that we want, pursuing our dream career. We're probably not going out on dates. We're probably not joining that online dating app, right? Because if we're afraid of pain, we're likely avoiding a lot of things in our life. And if we're trying to ignore or avoid or block out pain, we're also missing an opportunity to learn, heal, and grow. Pain is a form of a communicate, or it's a form of communication, right? Pain is a communication device. It lets us know that we have a thought error, really. That's what I'm going to get into today. If you're feeling pain, it means there's a belief or a thought that maybe isn't serving us. But we have to go into the pain to learn from it. If we distract, numb, avoid, or cope our way around it, we miss the opportunity and we guarantee that that same that same root cause, that same thought error, that same misguided belief that's causing the current pain we're feeling, if we avoid it, we are guaranteeing that it'll resurface. And so today I want to share with you a tool that I love to use that offers an alternative to all of that avoidance and pain perpetuation. It's a process that actually allows us to learn and grow from pain. And this process is called the six steps to freedom, excuse me, the six steps to freedom. And it was created by Diedrich Walczak. And the first step in this process is to acknowledge the pain, acknowledge that you are upset. And for the purposes of this exercise, the word upset really just captures any emotion or any feeling that isn't happiness, peace, or joy. So step one is to acknowledge. We're not avoiding, we're not putting our heads in the cloud, putting our heads in the sand, we're not stuffing, we're not pretending. We're acknowledging that that upset or pain is there and we have to remember that it serves a purpose and will lead to healing and growth if we resolve it. But we have to acknowledge it first. Okay, and then next, this one might be a doozy, so hang tight, y'all. The next step is to acknowledge this is all about me. This is about me. This is for me. The conflict, the pain, the upset is never about anyone but me. And now I just want to sit with you here. I want to join you and and acknowledge that you may already be feeling resistance to this one, but I encourage you to trust this step, even if you don't believe it, right? You might be thinking like when a colleague backs out of a commitment and leads you holding all of the responsibility, or your spouse tells you that he or she has been having an affair, it would be incredibly tempting to make the problem or the source of the pain about the other person. But... If you are really interested in getting to the root of the problem, know that blaming someone else will not get you there. So again, I want to just honor that step two might be a doozy for some of you. Sometimes it's a doozy for me, but hang tight and hold on to the thought that this is about me. So step one, we acknowledge I'm upset. Step two, this is about me. This is all about me. And then we can start step three. And this is to feel the feeling. How many times do we talk about feelings on on this podcast? How many of you are like, yes, I love feelings, all the feels. But step three, this is so important. We have to notice how we feel. 
And you could ask yourself, how do I feel? And it can be surprisingly difficult to really know what we're feeling, especially for those of us who've maybe spent years, decades avoiding feelings, stuffing, numbing, avoiding, controlling situations so we don't have to feel anything uncomfortable. It may be difficult then to really tune into what is it exactly that we are feeling. And this is where commitment to honesty is essential. We really have to know what the feeling is coming up before we move to the next step. So if you're struggling to tune into the feeling or to find the right word or to find that you're maybe in the right neighborhood, but you can't quite get exactly to it, um, I encourage you to just go to the internet and search for a feelings list or search for a feelings wheel, right? This, this would be, again, no judgment here. Just like allow yourself to learn and explore what are all of the feelings and let me tune into myself to really get to what is the nugget? What is the feeling that I'm feeling? And I also encourage you to get as granular and specific as possible. You might start with like, I feel angry. Maybe that's what's coming up, right? My spouse just told me that they have, have been having an affair and I feel angry. But once you start tuning in, you might be able to get to betrayal or maybe you feel violated. Maybe you feel sad, rejected, unloved. But again, this is there's no this isn't a test. There's no right or wrong feeling. You just want to know what it is. You want to get accurate and specific. And then you may notice also that maybe 10 feelings came up. Maybe when if in that example of an affair, maybe violated, betrayed, sadness, rejected, unloved, maybe all of those are coming up. And that's okay. For the purpose of this process, you want to just choose one for now. And then you may find that you want to repeat this process with those other feelings if they're still intense, even after going through this initial, this process with the initial feeling. So once you've identified the current feeling, the next step is to remember when you have felt this before. Like, so if you're feeling betrayal, when have you felt this before? Right? Like, ask yourself, is this feeling familiar? How is this feeling familiar? Explore all the other times that you felt this way. And then we want to really, really dig and go back as far as possible. Like, ideally, you want to find the time, like, remember back when was the first time you ever remembered feeling this way. So if we use betrayal as an example and you start to dial back, you may find a memory comes up of when you're four years old and you are feeling betrayed when your mom promised to take you to the park, right? The mom says, baby girl, baby boy, on Friday, we're going to go to the park after work. And then she ends up going into labor. She's pregnant with your younger sibling. She goes into labor on Friday and she doesn't take you to the park as promised. Now, it's important to be really honest, compassionate, and judgment-free here, right? Because your, your adult self is going to come into this memory and might be tempted to rationalize it. Like your adult self might be thinking, of course, my mom didn't betray me. She didn't break her promise to me on purpose, but we really want to tune into that four-year-old version of ourself or whatever memory age is that, that's coming up for you. Be open and honest about what came up for that four-year-old version of yourself. And in this case, if the feeling is betrayal, go there. So acknowledge, like, I, this is what happened. This is the memory. This is the first time I remember feeling betrayed. So once you've done that, then you're ready to go into the next step. Step five is to identify what you made that mean about you. 
How did you interpret this situation? Ask yourself, what did it say about me that this person acted or spoke to me in this way, right? Or like, what did it say about me? What did I make it mean about me that my mom didn't take me to the park as promised? What did I make it mean that my mom didn't keep her promise to me? What kind of person deserves to feel betrayed, right? If we, what does it say about me that, um, you know, that somebody hurt me? Like, what does it say about me that somebody violated me? Maybe there was a, a memory of abuse, neglect, emotional abuse, physical neglect. What did you make it mean, right? Maybe you made it mean I'm not important. I'm not lovable, Maybe your identified feeling takes you to a memory where you created a belief that I'm not supported. I don't matter. There's something wrong with me. I don't belong. People can't be trusted. I shouldn't have been born or I'm unworthy. And it's important to note that this memory or the first experience with that particular feeling doesn't have to come from a particularly traumatic event. It may be that your parent was late picking you up from school, right? Or a friend, somebody, you had a close friend in first grade and they didn't want to be your friend anymore, right? A seemingly harmless event that created a belief of I'm not important, that can then get rooted into your belief system and follow you around for decades wreaking havoc. So again, in this process, we want to stay open, judgment-free. We're not using our current adult brain to interpret the event. You really want to tap into what is the feeling that came up way back when and what is the meaning I created about myself because of that. So after you've identified the belief that was created, then the final step of the six-step process is to embrace the truth of who we are. We have to acknowledge that the judgment we created about ourselves at that moment was wrong. Whatever happened back then was not about me. The belief I created was wrong and it doesn't serve me. So now I can correct that belief. And you, you might be thinking like, what on earth and how do I do this, right? And that's fair. So one way is is affirmations or mental reminders of your truth, right? Like the truth of who we are is that we are loved. We are love and we are loved. We're whole, we're safe, we're innocent, we're worthy, we're deserving, we are enough. Our worth and our lovability are inherent, intrinsic, innate. They are automatically given along with this flesh suit when you come into this world. But we forget that. And people around us forget that. Society forgets that. So we have to be intentional about remembering the truth of who we are. And this final step, step six, is really a two-part forgiveness process. And I need to point out here that I'm not talking about the definition of forgiveness that most people use, that like we're forgiving somebody else for their wrongdoings, right? I'm not asking you to forgive your mom for breaking a promise or to forgive someone of any physical, emotional, or sexual abuse. No, no, no. This type of forgiveness is about forgiving ourselves for the mistaken belief we created about ourselves. So we are forgiving ourselves for what we made it mean and for using that belief against ourselves for years or decades, right? And then we forgive ourselves for forgetting the truth of who we are. We forgive ourselves for forgetting that our worth is intrinsic. Again, step six is about remembering and affirming who we really are. 
And the thing is, without mind training, like we often have no idea why we're upset, right? We explain or justify our feelings because of what we did or what somebody else did. But in truth, it's a buried belief underneath all of that. And approaching these painful experiences and situations in this way is really a complete game changer. Like if you are ready to learn from painful experiences, if you are ready to change the way that you feel about life, if you're ready to heal and transform, this process is a game changer. It's possibly also a little bit foreign. So if you need some support walking through this process of using painful feelings and experiences as an opportunity to grow and heal, don't hesitate to reach out. You can find me as always at jessicasmorrow.com. Until next time, my friends, stay open, stay free. <laughs>